The lesson from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In the church here, last Sunday is traditionally called Septuagesima, a Latin word that means 70th, because it is about 70 days before Easter. This week begins our transition from the joy of Christmas and Epiphany to the somber remembrance of Jesus' suffering and death during the season of Lent. This week we focus on the doctrine of God's grace. We've heard many things about that this week. God's mercy for lost sinners because of the holy life and innocent death of Jesus, the Son of God, our Savior. The grace of God is a central teaching of the Christian church. Without it, we would be left on our own to find a way to please God, to make up for our sins, to help in some way to earn forgiveness and heaven. But many times, Scripture says we cannot do that. We are lost, condemned, sinful, separated from God because of our own sinful thoughts, words, and deeds, and because we have inherited sin from all our human ancestors who were also sinners. What is the solution? Where can help be found? The psalmist says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. If you look again at the hymn we just sang, you will see that also. We sing of the treasures in the Holy Gospels, the first four books of the New Testament. They bring the blessed tidings of salvation from God himself. They bring true peace on earth. They bring love from God to mankind. The four Gospels proclaim Christ and all that he did for us. They are the testimony of Christ that Paul talks about in our test. The hymn writer uses these interesting illustrations from Genesis also then. He says, the Bible says there were four rivers that watered the Garden of Eden, four rivers that bring happiness to that Garden of Paradise. In a similar way, the four Gospels bring true lasting happiness to our souls through Christ, the fountain, the water of life, who brings forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. St. Paul gives thanks, and we give thanks for this forgiveness, this grace, this testimony of Christ that tells us we are enriched, we are made rich through Christ, and we are blameless because of him. And through him, we have fellowship with God. We have fellowship with God. Can you wish for anything better? Do you sometimes worry about your sins? Are you troubled by your sins? If you are not, you should be, each and every day. 
For each and every day, we rebel against God's commandments. We've been hearing of the commandments each week in chapel as well. We rebel against the commandments so that we deserve a place in eternal hellfire. But that's not what God really wants for us. In another place, Paul says, God wants all to be saved. Through the Old Testament prophets even, God said, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that he turn from his way and live. God does not want us to be punished and condemned. That is his eternal, loving, and gracious will, that we are not punished and not condemned, so much so that it placed, he placed all of our sins on Jesus, his beloved son, his sinless son, in whom he is well pleased. Jesus committed no sins, told no lies, did not lust or covet or steal or kill. He perfectly honored his parents. He loved his neighbor as himself, none of which we can do perfectly at all. That is the testimony that we receive from eyewitnesses about Jesus, eyewitnesses like Matthew and John and Peter and their co-workers like Mark and Luke and Paul. That grace of God, that testimony of Christ, is the sweetest treasure that rescues our souls. So now as we start our journey toward Lent, we are reminded of the sins and temptations that are all around us and that we face every day. It is a reminder and a warning that we should turn away from them, that we should strive to live godly lives each and every day, though we will never achieve that perfectly in this world. Our sinfulness will be with us throughout this earthly life. And we wonder, and if you wonder if you're sinful, Martin Luther has good advice. He says, just check to see if you're flesh and blood. For as long as you live in this world, as long as you breathe in this fallen world, you are sinful. But full and complete forgiveness of our sins is offered to us in Christ, is given to us in the Holy Gospel, is freely a gift of God by his grace and his eternal love. That holy message is from God who made heaven and earth. If he can make heaven and earth, he can do all things, including rescuing our souls by washing away our sins in holy baptism, giving us the very body and blood of Christ in the sacrament of the altar, the price for our sins. This is confirmed and sure because God is faithful and he has promised to do it. And so St. Paul says here, we eagerly await Jesus Christ to be revealed, to come again in that last day, to judge the living and the dead. Because of God's grace and mercy, that day will be a joyful day for us as Christians, an entrance into eternal life when God will wipe away every tear from our eyes, when there will be no more sin, no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more death. Then, as Paul says, we will be blameless. Imagine having no guilt at all. No guilt because we won't sin anymore. That's what Christ gives us because of his innocence and holiness. Now, even now, in God's eyes, we are righteous, sinless, spotless, blameless. We are holy and pure, clothed in the righteousness of Christ our Savior. It is for this great gift that we will sing eternal praise to God our Savior. As it says in the hymn, then shall thanks and praise ascending for thy mercies without ending rise to thee, O Savior blessed. 
God be praised for his grace, mercy, love and kindness, for forgiveness of sins, through Jesus our Savior. Amen.